Hey, it's Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. We've got a story that could potentially change federal legalization about a lawsuit with the ACLU, Nevada, and the police. We've got info on cannabis investments heating up, some state legalization updates, and a children's book series about cannabis the cat. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The Nevada chapter of the ACLU is backing a lawsuit against the Nevada Board of Pharmacy over cannabis which could potentially be the tipping point that finally gets the federal government to deschedulize cannabis and make it legal. Nevada legalized cannabis for both medical and adult use in 2016. However, the State Board of Pharmacy still has it listed as a Schedule I drug, as does the federal government. The plaintiffs in a newly filed lawsuit said that because the State Board of Pharmacy has failed to remove marijuana from their Schedule I drugs, that people are still at risk of being prosecuted for felonies like possession of cannabis with intent to sell, despite it being state legal. The loophole between state legalization and Schedule I classification has the police still charging people with possession of a controlled substance with intent to sell, even if it's just marijuana. And because of this, the lawsuit asserts that it's unconstitutional for Nevada to keep cannabis listed as a Schedule I drug while also being legal for having medicinal value and recreational use. If the plaintiffs win this case and force the state of Nevada to declassify cannabis as a Schedule I drug, it could potentially affect the federal classification as well. An attorney with the ACLU of Nevada said Mira Ramek, who's representing the plaintiffs in this case, an attorney with the ACLU of Nevada said Mira Ramek, who's representing the plaintiffs in this case, said that she feels police are aware that cannabis has been legalized for medical and recreational use, but they're still finding ways to charge people with marijuana disproportionately in minority and low-income communities. She also said that the Board of Pharmacy is similarly aware of the marijuana state laws, but they've maintained its Schedule I status, although they are required to evaluate scheduling decisions every year. The plaintiffs who the ACLU lawyer is representing are an individual who was found guilty of a Class E felony for cannabis possession one year after it was legalized, along with the Cannabis Equity and Inclusion Community, or CEIC. They're a group who works to help people get prior marijuana convictions cleared and also assist disadvantaged communities to participate in the state legal market. The founder of the CEIC, Aisha Goines, said in a press release that it's disheartening we're four years after legalization and we're still dealing with policies that can derail people's lives over cannabis possession. The lawsuit that was filed this past Friday states that CEIC and Mr. Poole are entitled to relief regarding the misclassification of marijuana, cannabis, and cannabis derivatives as Schedule I substances because this misclassification of cannabis has caused the plaintiff continued damage from having a felony, and the CEIC continues to expend their funds trying to assist these wrongly prosecuted people. The lawsuit's also asking the court to prohibit the State Board of Pharmacy from keeping cannabis as a Schedule I drug. While all of this is going on, Nevada's cannabis market is still thriving. A report from the end of 2021 shows that retailers sold more than $1 billion worth of medical and recreational marijuana in one year. And a big chunk of that's going to the state in taxes. In 2020, the governor pardoned more than 15,000 people who were convicted for low-level cannabis possession. 
Last year, the governor also signed a bill to legalize marijuana consumption lounges in the state. And in August of 2021, a former Las Vegas police officer sued after he faced termination because he tested positive for marijuana. He scored a significant procedural victory, with the district judge denying the police department's request for summary judgment, and the judge agreed that state law protects all employees' lawful use of cannabis outside of work. This case is definitely one to watch. The COVID pandemic, quickly rising inflation, and now the war in Ukraine have created a lot of uncertainty in the stock market. This, combined with the rapidly rising surge of states legalizing cannabis and the end of federal prohibition looming just ahead, has created an upswing in cannabis investing and interest like never before. One cannabis investing firm, Key Investment Partners, estimates that from this point in 2022, compared to the same point in 2021, they've seen about double the level of interest from institutional investors, like hedge fund managers or mutual fund managers, who are considered a bit savvier than the average investor. Key Investment's founding partner, Pete Carabas, said, Investors have now watched the cannabis industry grow, develop, and change shape through what many would consider unprecedented economic times. Cannabis has only been mainstream since the end of 2018 and since then has continued to outperform growth expectations even in a volatile macroeconomic and political environment in the United States. He added that very few investment opportunities currently offer the same growth opportunities as the cannabis sector, and that a recession-resilient, high-growth industry is appealing during times of economic uncertainty. Carabas continued, We believe that we will look back on 2022 as a pivotal tipping point for the industry and that increased institutional investment will be a key indicator that we've reached that tipping point. In addition to the upswing in stock interest, key investments also say they're seeing an increased number of cannabis companies seeking capital for growth expansion. California Assemblymember Bill Quirk has introduced a new bill that would make it unlawful for an employer to discriminate against a person for using cannabis off the job and away from the workplace. This would be applicable to hiring, conditions of employment, penalties, and termination. It would also prohibit the use of any cannabis testing of urine or hair and instead would compel employers to utilize saliva-based testing. The bill would not apply to employees in jobs such as building or construction and would not be applicable in jobs that are federally overseen. Similar laws have already been passed in five other states, as well as some large metropolitan cities. And even more states have this type of legislation up for review right now as well. Time's run out for a medical marijuana bill in Kentucky state legislature, but there's still a possibility the governor could take action on his own to do something about its legalization. Although the medical marijuana bill has been popular with voters, it just didn't get enough support in the Republican-controlled Senate. Governor Andy Bashir previously told reporters that he was going to explore taking action himself if the bill failed to clear the Senate. He also said, It's time has certainly come. You see people from every part of every spectrum that are in favor of this. Time will tell what action the governor can and will take on this issue. While South Dakota's received a lot of press for their governor's aversion to cannabis when she famously blocked the adult use law that voters passed, there's still their Dakota neighbor to the north to look at. Marijuana advocates in North Dakota are hoping to put an initiative on the ballot for November. They just need to secure 15,000 signatures and get approval from the state secretary by July 11th. With two and a half months to go, they should be able to do it. So hopefully, we'll see that initiative coming up for vote in North Dakota this fall. A new children's book series on cannabis has been launched. That's right, a children's book series. 
It's called The Adventures of Cannabis the Cat, and it's described as being perfect for the parent needing a starting point with the conversation on drugs. The author points out that kids are curious, and they're often more aware than adults realize. There's legalization happening all around the country, and more and more people are using it medicinally and recreationally. But yet, there's still so much inaccurate information, fear, and judgment around it. This could be confusing to a child whose parents work in the industry or support its use. The stories feature a cute little green cartoon cat named Cannabis, who takes readers on an educational adventure with the hemp plant. Cannabis the cat travels the world helping people through the healing powers of weed. If someone has a cannabis emergency, they dial 420 and Cannabis the Cat responds on a magic flying carpet made from the finest hemp plants and saves the day. There's currently two storybooks available now called Cannabis the Cat Goes to Washington and Cannabis the Cat to the Rescue. There's also a coloring book. The author says the books could really be for any age, as anyone interested in cannabis would probably get a kick out of it. It's available now on Amazon or at CannabisTheCat.com. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later. <laughs>